Hey guys, we're back with another expert interview. I'm Jason Balin from Hard Money Bankers and sitting next to me is Russ White nice from you. Swag Dog. As you can see, a little bit changed the scenery. We're not in our office anymore. We are actually at the Baltimore Ravens studio, Baltimore Ravens stadium, I should say, in, uh, in, in Baltimore, AKA Russ's second office. We're Absolutely. gonna learn a little bit about that in a, in a little bit, but yeah, Russ comes to hang out here a few times a month and I'm assuming he, uh, now, he's, he's in this place by himself. I'm assuming he gets a ton of work done. He probably can do a lot of brainstorming and things like that. So the reason we do these expert interviews, number one, is to learn a little bit about how other businesses work, different, different types of niches and things, and things like that, but also to learn a little bit about the entrepreneur, uh, you know, the, the business owner, the operator. So we're gonna get into that and learn a little bit about Russ as well. So first, Russ, thanks for coming. Absolutely. Welcome to the show, although I'm coming welcome, to you. Welcome to my office. <laughs> so let's start by, let's start, just tell everybody a little bit about how you got, how you got started with Swagdong, a little bit about your background. Sure, so um, I uh, got into the t-shirt business back in college, University of Maryland. Uh, a lot of people have a similar story, but I uh, was selling t-shirts for beer money, you know, and uh, found that that was, uh, uh, in the beginning, my roommates were wearing all my shirts, so inventory sure. was shrinking. So that was my first actual kind of delve into, you know, profit and loss, knowing, hey, you got some stuff, and if you don't actually sell it, you don't make any money. So, but anyway, I, I ended up selling out, obviously, of my first round of shirts, and uh, I kind of got the bug from there, um, and that kind of... Uh, transported me to uh, you know this 25-year journey uh, of owning an apparel business and it was it's been it's been fantastic and as I joke with my wife I kind of uh, started with this and never got a real job yeah I was just gonna say so pretty much <laughs> this is all you've done your whole life pretty ever much. since college yeah. this, is, this is this is all you know so so just tell everybody exactly what swag dog does okay swag dog um, is a apparel and promotional products company we uh, screen print and embroider in-house. We specialize in taking someone's logo and putting it on branded merchandise. That's kind of the long and short of it. Got it. Uh, and who would you say your target clients would be? Um, well, I like to say that we take on any customer. So, but the preferred customer, the you know, the goal of our kind of you know sales, you know, unit is to go after uh, corporate America. Uh, sure. The customer like that probably does between 10 and $100 million in business, that has a marketing budget of maybe 100 to a $1 million a year. Someone that does a lot of trade shows, hands out a lot of swag, sure. hence the name Swag Dog. So you're not necessarily looking for the Vista print stuff of the world of, hey, I need five pens or 10 t-shirts, um, or maybe even trying to play the margin game of like, hey, I wanna do a, you know, a ton of this stuff for a very small amount. You're trying to look for the same clients that will come back to you over and over and over. They do a corporate outing, and they do, you know, whatever. They hire new employees and they, and they need t-shirts. So you're trying to stick, you know, I like to call it kind of the quantity game and you make what you believe you deserve per product and Absolutely. not just tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff like the Vistaprint. Because anyone can just go to Vistaprint and, and get a pen, get a t-shirt, get a coffee mug. I mean, to be completely honest, we order business cards from Vistaprint. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, and they have, a, they have a, a, a space or, you know, a niche in our space and, and what they do is great. And, sure. uh, but, you know, where we fit in is more of the the relationship side, more of the problem solving side. People come to us that have a business and say, I'm putting together a trade show or 10 trade shows over the next year. Can you, here's my budget, can you kind of work within that and produce products that are gonna give me a tangible return on our investment? Sure. No, I think that's smart. And one key thing that you just said related to how 
small businesses for the most part, because you're, you know, you're a small business. Small sure. business has to operate um, compared to some of these gigantic companies. I mean, we're, you know, you're not competing with Vistaprint. You're not competing competing with Walmart. You're not competing with these big, these big gigantic companies that their game is just quantity. Just get every person in the door, make a buck, buck, a buck, a buck. And your company, very similar to our company, is, this, is the same place. Like, I don't compete with banks. I don't compete with large institutions. Like, we know exactly how much we want to make on our product, mm -hmm. and we want to continue to do that over and over and over for the same client. Yep. So marketing and branding is so important so important to us, but we have to, just like you, we have to be better salespeople. We have to be have a better internal process. We need to make sure we're taking care of our clients day in, day out, because Vistaprint, they don't have customer service, right? right? That's not what you're competing with. You're, you know, you want someone to have a long-lived relationship with you, and I'm assuming, this is, I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming the hardest part is you get someone, hey, give me an opportunity. Give me right. an opportunity, Absolutely. I will wow you, and I promise you, you'll never leave, and it's over and over and over and over. Absolutely, yeah, and, and another example of that is uh, Custom Inc. They're a huge, yep. um, I'll say online presence in our business, but they don't print themselves, right? Uh, so they're just kind of aggregating the orders. They take the 12 piece orders out there, the 36 piece orders. They do a great job of it. Sure. And they kind of distribute it out to a lot of screen printers throughout the country, which we do not, we only do our own printing for our own customers. We do not do contract work, so Got to speak. It. But that is, you know, their pricing model actually helps us because it's, you know, it's priced a little bit higher than we sure. are, therefore giving us, you know, plenty of room in our margin to, uh, to, to take care of the customer, give them a discount as well as a more uh, personal touch. And I'm assuming after being in business for 25 years, you know what works and what doesn't work, Absolutely. right? I mean, there's, you know, whatever, there's, you know, you could have the identical company to yours that could offer the same things and they could run it very differently than you've run it, but you've, right. you've I'm assuming, realized, and all small business owners need to realize this, like figure out what you're comfortable with, figure out what's working for you and stick to the game plan. Don't try to be the master of everything. Like, you, like you, you could be, you could be like, hey, we're at the Raven Stadium, you know, Raven Stadium. I wanna, I wanna do this, this person, right. I wanna sell you this, I wanna sell you this. Stick to what's working, you know, you figure out whatever your top five sellers are, your most, right. your, your the, the things you make the, the most money on, which is probably different than what the consumer may even think that you actually make the biggest profit margins on and you stick to that stuff and you Absolutely. do it over and over and over and over. Yeah, and I think the, the, the key to that is doing it correct, having a long view for business, meaning yeah. take care of your customer. You know, you're gonna have bumps, you're gonna have mistakes, but as long as you stand behind those mistakes, rectify them as soon as possible, and then you know, continue to give them top-notch service, they'll yeah. stay with you and therefore yeah. you're, you're gaining, you know, from your own customer base, you should be gaining 10 to 15% growth every year just from them. Yeah, that's right. And that kind of dovetails into, you know, where do we get a lot of our business? Our business comes almost exclusively from referrals. You know, sure. you're a customer, we yeah. appreciate it. thank you. Yeah. But uh, it's, you know, you tell somebody about us and then we're using them and then we're yeah. using them and it's almost, you know, it starts to multiply out. Yeah, and that's how it grows, 10 or 20%. And hopefully, you know, your customers, just like ours actually for that part, are small business owners. So they're, yep. they're hopefully they're growing and you're helping them grow and by that they're sure. moving. So it's a good lesson for any small business owners. You can't compete with the big boys. You don't need to compete with them. You know, you don't want to compete with somebody in order to make less money and do a lot more work. That's the dumbest thing of oh, all yeah. time. You don't want to have to compete with somebody over here to make less, to do more, make less. It doesn't matter. You know, brand brand your company. Spend your money. Spend your money up front on digital marketing and other other assets in order to grow your client base. Or spend money on your current client base. Get them in the door and then just rinse and repeat over and over and over. So absolutely, it's 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 a good thing. 
Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about partnerships because I know you have a partner, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in in your business. I have a partner, my business, and a lot of small business owners in general have a hard time with partnerships. Um, maybe it's just because they didn't find the right partner. They don't know how to react. Usually, a business owner is an alpha alpha male or you know dominant personality right. type. So the last thing you need is someone to be like, hey, do it like this, do it like this. Well, you know what it, what is work for you in order to keep a solid working relationship with your partner for so long? Yeah, I think that um, you're right. Most business owners are are A personalities. Um, uh, I've been extremely lucky to have a business partner. Mike Schock is his name, great guy. Um, And we've been in business together 25 years. And we found each other right, I was right out of college, or actually I was still kind of finishing up college when I met him. And uh, you know, he had a similar business. We kind of connected instantly. And uh, we made a friendship from business. So therefore, it was kind of the foundation of it was business. And yeah. we have very similar, sometimes I think we're almost too similar, yeah. you know, which lends itself to the longevity of a partnership. But sometimes we, when we split stuff up, you know, we're both kind of good at some of the similar things. Therefore, we need to sure up some of the things maybe we're not as good at. But yeah, I mean, partnerships are, they're like anything, they're like a marriage, you know? You sure. need to treat them with respect and you need to, you know, talk to each other when you have issues and you need to celebrate when you make sure. great things happen. And, uh, but you also need to lean in each other. And I think when you have a partnership that has worked the ways, that has worked the way ours has, is we separate things. It's like, okay, you take that, I'll take that. And yeah. we don't like micromanage each other because <laughs> One, I don't think that in a small business, it's there are advantages, I guess, to micromanaging. It's just not really my style. I've always kind of said, "Hey, this is your part. You do it." And then, you know, if it's not working, then we change it up. Yeah. No, very, very, very similar. And you know, the reason I asked that question obviously is I have a similar partnership yep. as well with Chris. Um, but small business owners, all the time that I talk to, they always they want to bring on a partner because the partnerships usually healthy you know it's good not to be sure. the only person let's say you have a hierarchy chain yep. you're the only one and now everything falls on you it's good to kind of yep. share risk and reward with somebody and also just to bounce ideas off of them and yep. have you know sometimes they work as a mentor and you know one a few keywords that you know you said obviously you know you got to trust that person just like anything else uh not micromanage is important and you kind of for the most part have defined roles of listen you're gonna do this i'm gonna do this and the way you do it's going to be very different than the way I would do it, but it's right. still going to get accomplished. Absolutely. And starting out, like starting out at Hard Money Bankers, for instance, we were everywhere. It's like, cool, I'll just do this. Okay, I'll do this. I'll do this. We didn't have defined roles. Now it's, hey, I'm front end, originating, marketing, you know, underwriting, Chris's back end, you know, running funds, thing, you know, are things like that. And everything is separated, and we know when something comes in, what channel that goes to. And I would do things completely different if I was in his position. He would do things completely different if I'm in, if he was in my position. But they work for our personality types. And I'm assuming you and Mike would be the same thing. Like you could Absolutely. switch roles, and you probably still have just as successful company. And actually, we've had over the years. <laughs> we, we've went, you know, from one person running production, called the front of the house, the back of the house. And we've over the years we've have flip flopped. Yeah, because you're doing something for five or ten years, you kind of get bored. So we've yeah. done that over the years, and it's it's been it's been good. I think once again, it's trust, it's tolerance, it's it's you know it's being able to communicate. Hey, you know, and when you come to someone with a problem, especially a partner, you come there with a hey, how can I help you? You know, you know why? How can we be better at this? Sure, you know what I mean, and it can always be solved. Always. What's a good goal for Swag Dog kind of moving forward? Like, where do you see this company going? Are you looking to eventually sell the company? Are you looking to just cash flow from it? Are you looking to hire, you know, CEO and take a back seat? Like, 
you know, no, what's kind I, of a goal for this in, in, your, in your head long term? Because you've been in it long enough. I mean, I, yeah. I know you know a lot of things, but like, this is really what you know. You've been in this business for 25 years. I tell you, we have been in a long time, and uh, I really like the role I'm in now. You know, I mean, I've been in this role a long time, but I like the, the, the space we're in. I like the customers we have. You know, obviously, I want to continue to grow. I'm competitive. I'm an entrepreneur. I want to yeah. keep doing that. But, um, you know, I'm not bored. So, you know, we're doing well. We're making money. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things, you know, why change up, you know. Yeah. You know. And also, you know, nowadays, as the kids get older, you know, and spend a little bit more time sports and doing those things. So, it, I don't know if I could start from scratch again with the hours that we had to put in to get it up oh, to yeah. a certain level, you know. And once you kind of get it on a plane, almost like a boat, you know, you get it up and it's kind of moving. You hire some great people. You know, I've had people working for me 20 years, 15 years, 12 years, eight years. Family. So those people are like core. Yeah. So I don't anticipate ever really selling it. And uh, you know, as long as it's making money, I'm having fun, I'm, I'm here to stay. Yeah, no, it's good. So, what is like the average day of Russ look like? Like, what do you yeah. like? What, like, what's your what's your nor normal day? Because obviously, you're mixing it up if you're spending a few sure. times a month here. Um, well, I'll kind of back in from here. This is nice. This is kind of like my um, regroup. You know, they say work on the business, not in the business. You know, right. so I so I come here. I make a list of all the kind of sales the sales calls I want to make. People I haven't touched base with in a little while. Um, I kind of bang those out, and then I kind of go through my checklist of you know how things are going. What are some of the things I want to improve on? I spend a little time um, kind of sending out refresher emails and some of the IT stuff that we're working on, um, some of the you know marketing plans that we've maybe not executed on, and uh, you know just kind of keep pushing the the rock up the hill, as they say, right? No, the boulder yeah. up the hill. So, yeah, no, I think um, I think but, super important. But I think on a you know the non the days I'm here are usually every Wednesday, which is nice, kind of like a fixed day. I try to have a couple meetings here as well, so it's nice. I mean, the stadium's fantastic. It's you know I call it the closing room. It's it's just you know <laughs> you just come here and just kind of say what how are you guys? And then yeah. usually everything kind of does its own work. Yeah. But hey, uh, hey, just sign right here, take right. this big bulk order, and you can come to a game with me next week. As my wife says, how many PAs you get today? Yeah, because she thinks I'm just goofing off. Which uh, but anyway, so um, but. The days I'm not down here, you know, it's pretty, you know, I, I get into work at 8.30. I usually try to get out of work at, at 5.30 or 6, you know, try to have a real standard schedule so I can get home and, and spend some quality time with the family. And But, you know, I walk in, I check production, you know, I make sure that everything happened yesterday happened, you know, kind of troubleshoot with my production people, have a couple meetings with uh, the uh, admin staff to make sure all the orders for the week are going through. Um, and usually we have problems, which is the way the world is, which is right? Normal. Which is kind of actually fun. I yeah. enjoy troubleshooting. You know, I enjoy problem solving for customers, and I think that's what makes our company unique. Uh, that's our competitive advantage: is that people come to us and say, "Hey, I got a problem," sure. and, usually, and obviously it's a promotional products problem, or we got to do T-shirts, or mugs, or pens, or polos. But um, it, it's fun because every day is different. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good answer, and. When I talk about that, it's the same thing. It's like, look at this office. Every day is different. I come in here, we do this, we have a meeting here. Yep. You know, you, you stay creative. You do some personal activities throughout, personal, you know, uh, development activities throughout the day. You do some family stuff throughout the day. It's like, why wouldn't you want to continue to do yeah. this? It's not just, it's, it's not just like pound and pavement 24-7. Yeah, like if I was tough. bored or I felt like it was um, too repetitive, I, I wouldn't do it. What, um, how many employees do you guys have? 
We have 18 employees. And do you guys have middle management or do you? Um, or no, everybody rolls up to me. Everyone rolls up to yeah. you. I yeah. mean, we have some, we have some people that manage other people, but I try to keep it as yeah. my office is on right next to purchasing, you know, and the general manager's office, you know, and you know, I I try to keep it as flat as I can, and anybody can come to me, and I like, you know, I, I, yeah. I like dealing with problems. Now, yes, I try to. If there's an issue, I usually I I quickly farm it out. I'm not. You know, I'm very, um, I delegate a lot. Yeah, I mean, I swear small business owners are some of the best business owners because they're involved in so many departments. And I, I don't think I've yet to interview anybody who has middle management. Yeah, I thought you maybe would be close because you had eight, because you had 18, you know, 18 plus employees. And I think a little bit more than that, you may. And, you know, starting out, I'm like, oh, I want middle management. I want them to hire. I want them to fire. When there's issues, I want yeah, them to deal with it. Because let's be honest, we, we didn't start a business to, you know, manage employees, do bookkeeping, do this yeah, other stuff that so we all did to start off with. And yes, you hire people to do that, right. but hey, when you hire an accountant and they ask you an accounting question, it's like, I don't know the answer to that. No, and, yeah. And, and yeah, you learn some of that stuff along the way. So yeah, I, I think that you gotta delegate out, but you still need to be involved as much as you can, especially in the hiring and firing. Yeah. I, especially the firing, I just feel like if someone's leaving the yeah. business, I want to talk to them. I want to make sure we're on the same page of why this is happening. And then also, you know, try to leave it nice. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, we, I, I never, we try to do something similar than that too, because I mean, listen, they were part of the family. I mean, they, they come inside the operation yeah. and they're helping the company grow, help us all make money. I mean, they're part of, and it doesn't we help that we help them make money. Right. Like we're, we're all, we're all part of it. So right. you don't want that to happen. And obviously, you know, that has to happen. That's True. just, that's just part it of does. it. And it's, you know, you ask any entrepreneur, I don't know about big companies, but small companies, it's all hard for somebody to, to fire somebody. And it's not yeah. just because it's hard to let somebody go and it's emotional and stuff. It's like, hey, this is a part of my family. This is somebody who helped grow this with me. They're yeah. just not the right role for this right right now. Um, so that's interesting. All right, so I got one more good question for okay. you that I ask every single entrepreneur on every interview that I do. Okay. So how do you see, how does Russ White see the future of retirement. Are you the type of guy that you're going to get question. to the you're going to get to the point and you'll be like, "You know what? I got the money I want. I got the health that I want. I'm in a good spot. I'm going to take my cell phone. I'm going to run to the beach. I'm going to throw it in there and said, <laughs> "I'm out. I got the money that I need." Or uh, or are you, are you going to be like grind 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 grind, wake up every day. I'm going to continue to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. This is all I know. And grind 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 pound, pound paper forever because you've been doing it for 25 years and what's another, you know. Yeah. Um, so, although that does sound very appealing some days, <laughs> believe me, uh, I joked one the other day, I mean, you know, things, sometimes things get busy and, and we had a really tough, you know, busy couple last month was amazing. Um, so I, I joked with my mom, I flew her up from Florida because we went to the away Ravens game in Nashville and I had her watch kids. And, oh, that's why um, I flew her up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. About to hang out with her. I love her. She, she like, wanted to come up and see the grandkids. She okay. didn't want to see me anyway. Fair so, enough. Um, but uh, you know, I joked with her. I said, listen, there are days I just want to get a Southwest one way somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> just no, don't take a couple that's days everyone. off. That's but I think from, I really enjoy what I do. I enjoy, um, working with the people I work with. So as long as the enjoyment's there, you know, sure, would I love to, you know, uh, we have a, a couple properties at the beach, so I'd love to, you know, maybe leave, you know, 
maybe Wednesday night and yep. work from the Thursday and Friday, Monday or Saturday, Sunday off and then drive back Monday morning. That would be awesome if that's someday, obviously after the yep. kids are all out of the house. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I can, I, I see kind of continuing this until it's not fun anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? I think I joke, you know, with people is that being an entrepreneur is the definition of it is I should be able to be dropped in the middle of Kansas and with a year have a million dollar company, right? And I feel like I can't, I really yeah. do. I don't think this, I'm limited on, you know, geographically or even from a, I mean, a P&L is a P&L is a P&L, you know? Yeah. And if I can run a balance sheet and a P&L and I can manage people, you know, I could sell corn sell. for a living, yeah. you know? So, but uh, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now. As long as that's still enjoyable, I'll keep doing it. No, two things on that. So number one, you're right. You have the skill set that you can do everything. And I remember, you know, working with a lot of high-end marketers when we were doing a lot of, uh, you know, when we were starting our company and there was like, listen, when you understand some of these things related to marketing, related to sales, related to operating a company, it doesn't matter what you're selling. It doesn't no. matter what it's a it widget. is. Yeah, you, you, you can rinse and repeat. I mean, you're going to sell and we're going to be involved in businesses that we love mm -hmm. and, we, and we enjoy doing because if not, you cannot start a business that you don't enjoy doing. Right. Like it's just not, you're just not gonna have a passion, it's just not gonna happen. So you can do that. And going back to the answer to your question, so there's no right and wrong answer to what question I just asked. Sure. But your answer was the exact same answer that every single person I've interviewed, including myself, really? says. That's it's the same cool. thing. Yeah. The, the answer is, yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a little bit of both. Hey, I love what I'm doing. I wanna continue working every day. Do I wanna go play golf? A little bit more, absolutely. Do I sure. want to go spend more time at the beach? Yeah, absolutely. but you know what? I like what I'm doing. I'm going to come in and I'm going to do deals. I'm going to sell products. I'm going to meet my clients. I'm going to spend time with with my employees because that's me. Yeah. You know, you've you've molded your personal life and your business life into one, and I think true. that's the true definition of success when when that actually happens. So, awesome. So, cool. let's wrap up with tell everybody how to get a hold of Swag Dog. Okay. Um, well, obviously, you can go to our website, swagdog.com. Um, sometimes it's overwhelming, and we have 500,000 different products. So uh, my uh, suggestion is, you know, shoot me an email, <laughs> russ at swagdog.com or sales at swagdog.com. And then, uh, yep, there you go, a little bit of what, what we do there. Our that's own. A good uh, that's a good looking logo. There you go. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we have a very robust um, a social media campaign put on by uh, my good friend, friend Glenn Unis at uh, Corner Unit. So uh, uh, he does a fantastic job driving. So you'll see Facebook, Twitter, you know, all the stuff I know nothing about. He deals with. So uh, what I call Twitter, whatever it is. Tweet. So face I'm not even face on Facebook. Face. My wife's on yeah. Facebook. I'm not. So which is bad as an well, entrepreneur. Well, I should be on, well but, the good news is but you, he deals with. It, so well, I'm the good kidding. news is you're the expert at what you do, yeah, and, and other people are experts at other things. I'm, I'm and smart let, enough to know what yeah. I don't know. Let them let them right. do it. Let them help bring in traffic for you. Let them brand be all over the freaking place. Absolutely. Get people in the door. Yeah. And you're obviously a salesman, so sell them up. That's right. Come to the closing room. Here yeah. we go. Raven Stadium. Cool. Hi, right, man. Thanks. Well, Thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming out. No, absolutely. Thanks for Good letting knowing. me come to your office. Oh, you you're, 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 you're you want to go get some lunch now? Can we get some lunch now? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Until next time.